Hello, 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 everybody out there in podcast land. Welcome to STAT, Shocking Traumas and Treatments. And I'm your host, Karen Wickiam, coming to you from beautiful Toronto, Ontario, Canada. So, today I thought it was time to do another hardcore ER. I've taken some time off from doing them because, well, they're difficult. Bring up a lot of memories and emotion that, uh, you know, it, it helps me process in one hand what happened, what went down and, and how I felt. But on the other hand, it brings up emotions that I rather not deal with. But, you know, um, I guess it needs to be. So today's hardcore ER is about a family tragedy. I'm going to do my best to tell this in the most respectful way possible. And some of the events are going to be hidden under maybe another name and location. I don't want to make any of this recognizable, so to speak. Confidentiality and respect is of the utmost importance. Okay, that being said, I'm just going to get started. One morning I was heading down the highway to do a day shift. I always preferred night shifts, but today was a day shift, and they're usually pretty hairy, pretty busy. At least there's a lot more people around during the day. Even if it's just as busy at night, just physically less people around makes it much easier to cope with. I didn't know what to expect, but I definitely did not expect this. When I came on, the trauma room was full. Nurses, doctors were running around doing what was necessary to get jobs done, typical ER. Typical trauma. The thing is, is that there were a lot of police there. And the tension in the air was different than usual. So I kind of knew it wasn't good. The night staff were not at the desk ready to give report. Because, again, it was too busy. But that's still pretty unusual. Usually you, well, you have to fit in report to hand over. I was told that there was a family tragedy and that we were caring for three children involved in that tragedy. So what was that tragedy? There's a family of three children, mother and father, and the mother suffered from postpartum depression, which turned into postpartum psychosis. When she had her first child, she suffered from depression. Very bad. Very, very bad. And needed hospitalization, hospital treatment. She spoke to her husband and wanted to just have the one child because of her depression. Because of her inability to connect with her child and just being so sick from it. The husband refused. He treated it as... Oh, you get over it. You got over this. You'll get over that. Two years later, she had another child. 
This time, the postpartum depression was way worse. Another hospitalization extended. The inability to take care of her children when she did return home and the need for a nanny to, to care for these children. And of course, her depression was just eating away at her. Her husband tried to do his best to help, but just didn't understand it. He, he from my understanding, didn't, didn't, didn't understand it and felt it. And it was, it was her acting dramatic and she'll get over it. The whole time she was suffering terribly and two years later after her second child she was still suffering but hiding it very well. She told her husband that she could not have another child, that it was unsafe, that they had two beautiful daughters and that they had a beautiful family and let's just enjoy our family. Her husband still didn't get it and demanded to have a third child. She begged and pleaded with him and he, well, he threatened her of divorce and other things if she didn't comply. She broke down and agreed and they had a third child. This time it was even worse. She really felt that she was going to harm her children and then kill herself. She reached out to doctors, family doctors, family, husband, and said, it's really bad this time, and help me. Her closest family lived very far away, about 18 hours away. She went through a series of treatments, hospitalization again, and back home with a nanny, really not able to connect with her child and be the mother she wanted to be for the rest of her children, the other two. One day in the wintertime, a patch came through to the ER saying that there were three injured children that were being rushed to the hospital. As it turned out, this mother's condition deteriorated to postpartum psychosis. Apparently she had been getting worse over the, the month or so and was starting to be delusional, uh, not making any sense, uh, uh, acting in very bizarre manner. Her husband brushed it off as her being dramatic and wanting more help. Now, in no way, no way am I, am I placing any blame on the husband. And I want to make this very clear. It was a lack of understanding on his part. Ignorance on his part. But, but not necessarily intentional. One morning, early morning, the woman got up, got a large knife, eight inch knife, 
and stabbed her husband to death. She then proceeded to kill her daughters, four and six years old. Then she killed herself. She left the eight-month-old child unharmed in their crib. When the nanny arrived, she walked into a massacre. Police were called, EMS. The little girls were taken to the hospital and both of them were virtually decapitated. We, well, there was nothing we could do. That's what I walked into. This is what the ER staff were dealing with. The eight-month-old child was there as well. She had an examination and saw that she she was untouched. Nothing except for maybe a very wet diaper and being hungry. Family was called that were 15 hours away and they were on their way down. Children's Aid had taken temporary custody of this little girl and but couldn't stay for the day with her and she was left in the charge of the emergency room she was left in the charge of the nurses so what we did is we took two-hour shifts with this child hugged her cuddled her fed her, played with her, changed her diapers, did everything we could to to make her happy. And when it was my turn, all I could think about is this innocent little child, her family are all dead. And she has no clue. She's at a place with a bunch of friendly people and having a nice time. While... Her two sisters are lying dead, not that far away. So like I said, we took turns with this little girl and we were all devastated. It was hard to work that day. There was a heavy cloud hanging over our heads and our hearts ached. But we had to get on with it. We had to do our job. We had to... Just yeah, get on with it, do our, do our job. And pretty much every nurse I talked to afterwards, we all, of course, talked a little bit, not a lot of time, but we did. And each one of us gave the best we could to that child. We just hugged her and laughed with her and played with her and, and did everything we could. And we can only think of our own children. So eventually, not when I was there, but later on that day, the family arrived and devastated, having lost four members of their family, they went and got the little girl. They had every intention of adopting her and making her their own. What a legacy. What a tragedy. I want to be really angry at this mother. I want to say to her, 
What the fuck is wrong with you? How could you kill your children? I mean, yeah. Killing her husband was bad enough. But how could you kill your children? And how did you choose? How did you choose to kill two but not the third? And did you choose or did you just have enough? What happened What were you thinking or were you thinking? And then another part of me goes, this woman reached out for seven years, begging not to have any more children, dealing with the fact that she loved her children more than anything. But she was tortured. And then her husband. I just, my heart goes to him, this man, his He's, he's killed. But then another part of me says, you son of a bitch, she told you. She told you. Why didn't you listen? Why? As much as I try to be angry because it's an, an emotion that's easier to deal with. Because then you can take your finger and you can place blame and you can say, they did it. They're wrong and they're bad. And there, you can maybe tidy it up in a nice little bow and walk away. Can't do this in this case. I don't care. You may disagree with me. You may agree with me. But I'm telling you, there is no right or wrong that can be directly blamed. Postpartum depression is horrific. It robs the mother of her ability to cope, to get up every day, to love her child. Some women don't have that connection with the child. They don't develop those motherly instinct feelings and not at a choice. Because it kills them. They know that I'm supposed to love my child and want to cuddle my child and breastfeed my child and, and just all of that. And yes, there's, there's women that do feel all these emotions toward their children and just struggle to get by with baby blues, as they put it. But in extreme cases, this is what happens. And it kills. It's deadly when not taken seriously. When not brushed off as, oh, she's weepy. Oh, she's feeling sorry for herself or uh, she'll get over it or she's looking for attention. It is none of that. People need to educate themselves more on how serious postpartum depression is. It has been taken more seriously over the years. You see it in the news, you see it in, uh, on social media sites. There's, there's women's groups that are advocating to help women to cope social services, psychology, and men, men that want to know more about it. Fathers that are open to, to understand and now are educated more and know what signs to look out for. But across the world, among different cultures, it's not recognized. 
and within our own culture, it's not recognized. It's better now, but it's not near good enough. We need to help these women. We need to help these families. We need to make sure these children are safe and loved and cared for and cherished. So that's my story for today. Tragic, tragic, tragic. Was it avoidable? I think so. Did that woman have to suffer as much? I don't think so. No one needed to die here. So on that note, that is today's hardcore ER. And this is something that I'll never forget. And it brought up a lot of emotions. I've been thinking about this case a lot lately. And that's what made me decide to to do this hardcore ER. I really vacillated whether I should or I shouldn't, but I think there's an important message here. So thank you for listening. Hug your children tight. Love them with all your heart. I'm sure you already do. And if you feel like you're suffering from postpartum depression or depression in general, please reach out and get help. That takes a lot of guts and a lot of bravery to do so. Until next time, take care of yourself. Take care of one another. Love yourself. Love one another. Give your kids an extra squeeze today. Peace. One love.